3: Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is
4: Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to The Tom Sumner Show.
5: back everybody as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner program we open this hour up with a little music from Lords of October and from Lords of October joining me by phone Paul Kunilis hey Paul welcome to the show
6: hey Tom how are you
5: I'm doing just fine now would you rather me call you by Salem Uncle
6: Salem, you <laughs> know, no, Paul's fine for this, yeah, but uh, yeah, that is my uh, alter ego, Lords of October alter ego. <laughs> hey,
5: tell, tell me about the song we just heard, it's called They're Already Here.
6: Well, that is the, um, that's pretty cool because we actually got to record that over uh, quarantine. We hadn't been together for uh, probably at least a month and a half or so, and we decided to, uh, You know do a song we wanted to have something to to put out there and plus we hadn't played together in a while so we kind of pieced that together it's a it's a song off of our most recent studio album um basically about a a ghost who realizes that she's a ghost in the house um and it it comes down on a concept record that uh she is the ghost of a witch so (laughs) it's kind of interesting and uh yeah, it was just really fun to do.
5: And how much were you able to were you able to take advantage of the of the whole shelter in place uh kind of mandate caused by the coronavirus to generate some new music?
6: Well, we we got to work on a few things. Um it's so hard because when you're not sitting in a room together, you can't it's so much harder to bounce the ideas off each other, right? But, but we did we did put through um, put in a little bit of work on uh, upcoming record, and we're going to get back into the studio. We found a way to practice um, and still stay, you know, socially <laughs> apart. So we're in a big room, and uh, we should be able to record our new album that way. But we only did a song or two together uh, through the whole coronavirus thing.
5: Hey, we're talking about it like it's like it's over, and it's really not. Right, um, Paul, you're yeah, like the not. you're like the king of Halloween. How has Halloween been different this <laughs>
6: year? Oh man, <laughs> you know I set myself up for it early, knowing that it was going to be a lot different. So I wasn't as you know devastated or disappointed (laughs) but it it has been a lot different for one thing for me we do a home haunt here as you know scourge town at my house right every year we do a little a free walkthrough for the neighbor kids and for flint kids and stuff and adults you know but but uh so one huge difference is i haven't spent the last month stressing out over over doing our home (laughs) haunt but it's the good kind of stress, you know, so I miss it. It's that, that, I got to get up and do this. And yeah, you know, you're putting all your, your um, focus on that and getting that done in time. Right now I'd be freaking out normally trying to make sure all the last second things are working right. And uh, you know, I still set up in the yard, so it looks pretty good still, but it's just, it's not the same. And we know it's not going to be the same, you know, this year.
5: So and and what about the Lord,
6: table out?
5: And, and what about oh, the sorry, lords? Of, I, I was just going to say, what about the lords of October? You guys are usually really busy this time of year. Yeah. Have the gigs this dried, is our dried up this guys. year?
6: Yeah. Yeah, they have. We've been asked to do a few things, but we decided not to. Um, after a lot of wringing uh, of hands, because we we didn't want to have ask our fans to come. Somewhere and and feel compromised, you know, if they didn't, you know, didn't really want to or or didn't want to be exposed, you know, in that way. So we decided to just kind of ride it out and see what's going on um, and probably won't play anywhere until 2021, which is a
5: bummer. Now... As I understand it, you kind of you kind of work from home. Has it or or has it been really different for you with this uh stay at home mandate? I mean, what about the kids? You got a whole passel of kids. Have you had to do homeschooling?
6: Yes, that's that's the biggest thing about it. Uh homeschooling is going on every day. And also I do work from home. So That has been a challenge. Um, The kids are adjusting to it, probably maybe better than me. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I kind of have to write it out, wait for everything to settle down, because I'm a writer. So I have to wait for everything to kind of settle down and, and do my thing at night when they're all in bed. Then I have to wake up the next day with them and get the classes going and check in on them, make sure they're doing good, you know, make lunch, all that stuff. So it is kind of a weird adjustment, and but I did get cabin fever during lockdown for sure. When when we were just completely locked down, I definitely had cabin fever at that point.
5: Yeah, I had. Uh, I I got a chance to take a little break, and um, my friend Sandy uh, went up to see her. Uh, she had a new granddaughter born And um, uh, so a couple of weeks ago. I uh I drove her up to the bridge it was up up in the UP she's uh, a couple of her kids live up there and um they we met at the bridge and then she went up there and stayed for a couple weeks so I got to drive up to the bridge and back twice and it, it, driving right. doing all that driving still felt like being on vacation
6: right yeah my wife and i did get to go to Mackinac city several times over the summer oh that's uh, cool that's something yeah That's something that we never do we really we've only had one or two family vacations so they that was one thing that we were able to do that we wouldn't have been able to do you know on the on the bright side of things so that you know you have to look for the little things right
5: that's right that's right. So what's um, you know what's what's the plan? You got a a record that you're working on?
6: Yeah, we're working on an album. It's a it's less of a concept record, but it is strung together by a concept. It's called Cryptozoology, and it's basically a group of songs about you know um, Mothman, Bigfoot, uh, folks like that, and uh, hopefully we're gonna have that out in. That's the target date, I think.
5: It's like Um, a monster, maybe.
6: Yeah, yeah. Basically monsters, you know, of um, cryptid origin. So things that you'd find in the woods or or that people have spotted, the dog band and and things like that. The first song that we've actually completed for that is called Proof, and it's the Bigfoot song. And it's really cool. It cooks.
5: I like it a lot. (laughs) My name is Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that so many times the last few months. That w- My that kids one would be like, knock it off, Dad. That that <laughs> one got me bad. Yeah, that's a great commercial. What did you call me? You know, Bigfoot. <laughs> My name is Daryl. Oh, that's it's funny. It's funny how
6: he looks over, too, to see his feet.
5: Like, wait, are they big? Yeah. I, <laughs> <know. laughs> I know. It is brilliant. There have been a, there have been a few great. Bigfoot commercials that have been really fun. Um, <laughs> yes, there have. I, I like the one where he's uh, complaining that people don't try and take his picture anymore.
6: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's funny. He's posing in the background. <laughs>
5: And they're Uh, taking selfies and not paying any attention to them at all (laughs) right so what do you think will um, what do you think will happen with the the moving forward of the of the record
6: well we're going to write Um, we we kind of have a lot of the music is already kind of written so everybody's got to kind of get together and shape it and put their little thing to it. Usually, uh, with this record, Lucifer Fulci, the bass player, he came up with a lot of the music, the initial ideas, and then I usually pin the lyrics, and we get together and kind of shape it, and Alistair and October kind of put their little touches to it, and then, then we'll go into the studio, and we are talking about doing a, a studio... Uh, album in an actual studio sometime in 2021 but i just don't know if it's going to be this one or we're just going to record this in the little lord studio at lucifer's place but
5: well uh, hey paul i have to.
6: We can get
5: that done. i have to take a short break here can you stick around for a few minutes okay. and we'll talk some more we got more music Absolutely we got more music from Lords of October coming up right after we uh, let our broadcast partners squeeze a few words in or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming us, we have some messages as well. And we'll be back with Paul Kunellis from Lords of October and music from Lords of October. So don't touch that dial, don't click that mouse. We'll be back with more right after this. Hello,
7: darling. This is O'Vira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us, at 810 339 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go.
3: Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490.
2: The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit CDC.gov. How do you
3: do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsodent flowing over your teeth now
1: than to have water running under your bridge later.
8: The Tom Sumner
1: Program.com.
2: Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program.
5: welcome back everybody that was music from lords of october and joining me uh, by phone is uh, one of the founding members of lords of october paul Cunellis. hey paul you want to tell me about uh, black hey, phillip Tom. yeah um black
6: phillip is uh based off a movie called the witch uh it's a character in the witch and uh we kind of we all love the movie um And then Alistair came up with that riff, and I kind of was just off and running on the lyrics because I really had wanted to write something about it. Um, And uh, there it is. And it's turned into probably one of our most popular songs. People yell it out at us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's (laughs) There's a Funko Pop version of Black Phillip that I've received in the mail four times now, four or five times, from different people as a gift. So it's been really cool.
5: That, that's a really fun one. You mean somebody else has uh, copied the the tune? No, no,
6: no. There's like a little toy. The you ever heard the little Funko pops?
5: Oh yeah, yeah.
6: People keep people keep sending them to me. Oh, that's There's funny. Fill up Funko pops. <laughs> yeah. The first one I got in the mail, I had no return address or anything, and I was like, "Oh, this is a little weird." <laughs> and then I think. It, <laughs> I got a few more of them, so I started giving them away at shows.
5: <laughs> oh, that's funny! In fact, it'd be it'd probably be fun to you know get a line on them and buy them in bulk. And... Oh yeah, that'd be great. I'd love
6: to do that. Throw them out during the song.
5: <laughs> yeah, right.
6: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that'd be
5: amazing. <laughs> um, what about what about live shows? Now, now you said you had some things that. You could have done this is usually your busy time of year um, you, you really think it'll be how soon before you think you'll feel comfortable and and the rest of the guys will feel comfortable getting out and doing live shows i you know I know it's a cliche, but we're gonna you know watch and
6: and and listen to the science of it and see where it goes if honestly, if it feels like we're not going to be putting anybody at risk not even just ourselves, but, you know, our, 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 our audience, um, then I think we would try something. We, we thought about doing an outside show. Obviously now that that time is gone for the year, but maybe, maybe sometime in the spring um, test the waters doing something outside. Cause we had considered that we had a couple offers to do that. And we, we did consider that briefly, but I think basically we're just gonna, you know, do the smartest thing we can and, and, try to do it when it makes sense, you know, more than anything.
5: Right, right. Um, This would be a good time, I think, to um, let listeners know who the rest of the members of the band are.
6: Okay. Uh, Lucifer Fulci, a.k.a. David Stashko. Um, Alistair Kane, a.k.a. Zach Randall, and he's also my son. He's the guitar player. Lucifer plays bass. And then the drummer is October Phoenix, aka Matt Wansitler.
5: Well and you guys us, you guys buttons. sound great together. Thank you. And and Thank how many so how many recordings do you have now?
6: We have three studio albums <clears throat> and a live album. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um you know, a bunch of little side recordings like we did the quarantine acoustic song that you heard earlier so hopefully we'll get those together on a little odds and ends record but yeah so far we have the three studio albums and the live record
5: well you know I was really frustrated I asked you to send me some tracks which you did and I appreciate it very much but I was absolutely sure that I had at least one or two of your yeah. cds in my library and i looked all over the place and i haven't been able to find them i know they're going to turn up but i i i just i was beside myself because i was just absolutely certain i was going to be able to pull you know just pull from the library and throw a couple of tunes yeah, on and
3: yeah.
5: well i'll be sure to make sure you get uh copies of them, all, all of them again I know that you did have them, at least a couple of them. Well, that's that's uh, what I was thinking. Make sure you have those. Yeah. Well, I would appreciate yeah. it because I, I like uh, having a, a decent uh, library of of local music. Man, I went through everything. Right, right. It seems like, but but anyway, we'll we'll get that fixed. And uh, and thank you for sending me the tracks that you did because they're all great. And, uh, in in fact, I thank you. I did pull from our archive a uh, live performance from yeah. uh, Lords of October that we're going to play a little bit later in the hour um that great. Uh, that I one think that is recorded at, at Yeah, back in the studio when you came in and and did the live Yeah. Yep. Did, did the live Friday yep, thing. I remember. And uh, I think it's um Annabelle. Oh yeah, great, great. That's one of my favorites. And we've got coming up in uh, in in just a few minutes, uh we'll uh, we'll be going to another song you sent me, Autumn Fire.
6: That's pretty much probably our most popular song. That's the one that people get mad if we don't play it, you know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that reminds me Brent one time throwing stuff at us. One time uh I went to see um Oh uh, shoot. Now that I I can't think of the name of the band. Um but uh the the guys who did Freebird. Oh yeah, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Want to see Leonard Skinner? And they purposely didn't play Freebird. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, and it was like the band told a joke because at the end of the set people were out there with their lighters going free bird free bird and then they came back out and played it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah Yeah, I can imagine that would have been pandemonium.
5: No it was hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Oh shoot. So anyway what are your uh, Halloween plans Paul? Um, Do you think you're going to have kids coming to the house and
6: I suspect that some will still show up. So we're going to have a table out there. You know, we, we're going to prepackage some candy and put it out there and just use the honor system, basically, <laughs> and uh, keep on checking out and refilling it, At you know. But I have, I have my little animatronics out there, and we got the yard kind of, I mean, not kind of. It's pretty well set up. So it'll still feel sort of like uh, they're going through a little... Little tiny Halloween haunt, hopefully, and um, and then for us, we're gonna we're doing a big treasure hunt with our kids. Oh, cool! Them to different spots. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. Where they have to do, you know, they're finding clues and going to the next spot and things like that. We're driving them all over.
5: Oh, so that's a great! That'll be idea. pretty fun. Yeah, that's I a. Want gr- to do
6: something to make it memorable for them?
5: Yeah, instead of just saying it's canceled this year.
6: Right, you, you can't do that. You can't cancel Halloween. You just have to adapt it.
5: No well, I think that's a great idea. I did see somebody uh, um, demonstrating a uh, catapult delivery system for candy on uh, Facebook.
1: I saw that. <laughs> Was, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't
5: that great? <laughs> just fling that's it at <laughs> <laughs> them.
6: That, that seems like it would be really fun. I saw a tube system too. Somebody was dropping candy down a tube and it goes into the bag.
5: Oh, that's, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Get a candy Zuka. (laughs) (laughs) Blam. Right. Right. So with the, the rest of the guys in the band, um, how have they been, uh, faring through the, uh, pandemic and the shutdown did were they well, able um, to keep working Dave works at home.
6: yeah Dave works from home so he's he's been doing he does the social work um, and the other guys have, were able to start up back up at work so everybody's pretty much worked through it uh, I think uh, everyone's pretty much got their head in the right place so it wasn't too bad we missed each other like crazy because we literally only have practiced even in person one time. And we just did that a couple weeks ago when we figured out that we could do it and, and stay socially distant. So, you know, basically, pretty much everybody's doing good, though. And I think they've a- been able to keep their jobs going. I uh, I just had a, a book come out from our first. Uh, a friend of mine, Chris Ringler, from the Flint Horror um collective, we put an imprint out called Goblin Holler. And so we, we did this, actually, it's a Bigfoot-themed anthology book that just came out at the beginning of October. It's called Unimaginable. So we got several authors together for that. Really, that and that took, that was a lot different than it would have been from all of us working at home because we haven't gotten to get out and promote the book and do book shows and everything.
5: Yeah, I've talked to a lot of writers and uh, um, authors, and this is a strange time to be really yeah. dropping anything because so much of it is that follow-up promotion, book signings and, you know, readings uh, and as stuff. you well
6: know, yeah.
5: Yeah, that's tons of it because,
6: we we you know, we've moved some copies online, and, and people like to get the Kindle version. Um, so that does you know that goes a little way but like you said if you're not out there marketing it and promoting it you're just not going to move as many uh copies of it and you can only assault your facebook friends and social media friends with it so many so many times before they're like all right knock it (laughs) off buddy
5: (laughs) they start blocking you would have bought it already (laughs) right right
6: (laughs) i try to sneak them in there every now and again you know Instead of bombarding them with it every day. Now,
5: how many books do you have now,
6: Paul? Um, I have a few, actually a few dozen books out. Um, And then I do this magazine called Halloween Machine, which I've done two issues of this year. I usually do three or four, but I kept it to a minimum because of that, because it's so hard to promote them. But actually, the Halloween Machine books have done really well this year, oddly enough maybe better than the last couple years yeah I have about I think 38 um, books uh, with as myself and with other collaborators
5: and and where are these available do you have a a website Paul or or um, how how can people find out
6: well the best and easiest place obviously is Amazon and my last name is C O U N E L I S, but I also have a, a Facebook, um, you know, uh, author page, and you can buy things from there. But it, basically, if you type my name into Google, you will get a plethora of <laughs> of goodies and little uh, little books and CDs that you can buy.
5: Well, that's cool. Ha- has um, have you been able to? Uh... I don't know, um, get any uh, increased sales because people are uh, stuck at home and want to read, want to listen to music? Have you been able to move stuff at all during this?
6: Yeah, I do think that that has worked into it in a a good way here and there. It seems to be like a a pick-and-choose thing. The Halloween machines sold really well this year. Um, that was that was probably the most surprising thing to me because I wasn't even sure if I should do a, a season of them this year. So those have sold really well, and I think that's part of the reason why. And also, people are just clamoring for something you know different, and and they want something seasonal. You want to still be able to get into the spirit of of things.
5: Well, and the regular so stuff. Think, uh, you know, the regular activities right. have been sort of curbed, and so people are looking right. for other things to do.
6: Yes, yes. I was hoping that would be the case with the Bigfoot book. We've had a uh, a decent start to it. I'd like to see it pick up. There's, we've got several authors in there. Actually, Lucifer has a story in that book as well. So.
5: We'll see. Yeah, when you do book signings you should sign it Daryl. <laughs> I want
6: <would've laughs> to write that for sure. I'm gonna do it a few times. There's no way around it. <laughs> I'm just gonna write my name's Daryl and just sign
1: it underneath. <laughs> oh
5: shoot, what a hoot. Well, Paul, it's great to talk to you and I'm I'm glad things are, are good with you and the family and uh and with the band, and I, I hope that, uh, that you'll be back out and doing shows uh, sooner than later. Oh, Thank you, Thomas. Always great talking to you.
6: Thanks a lot.
5: Okay, any, any last uh, thoughts you want to set up? We got, uh, we're we're going to go to music now from Lords of October, a song called Autumn Fire. Any last uh, comments you want to make about that song? Um, Well, you can download some of our songs for free
6: at LordsofOctober.com. Autumn Fire is the song that's kind of, we have a music video for it on YouTube that we shot, um, and it it turned out pretty cool. Well, yeah, go to LordsofOctober.com, and you can find out all kinds of information and download a few songs for free.
5: All right. Well, Paul, best of luck to you, and uh, keep on trucking. Thank you, sir. Happy Halloween take care. That was uh, Paul Cunellas from the Lords of October. We're going to hear music from the Lords of October, a song called Autumn Fire. Then we're going to go to break. Then we're going to come back with a special bonus track live. (laughs)
1: Comics. And guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now too, and even now.
2: The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away, and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips,
7: Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us, at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go.
8: Alcohol may cause pregnancy, and it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! I get the
1: uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this? The Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I
8: would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone.
4: All right. All oh, the Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm
1: in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made
2: this little jaunt into the
1: Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. In the Twilight Zone.
0: Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program.
1: It's there for me Underneath
5: That was recorded live in the Tom Sumner program studio last year with Lords of October. And uh, they were the musical guests today. Paul Cunellis joining me by phone. And now uh, we got a chance to hear some music from them. And uh, that was a little bit of a bonus track. Got to squeeze in a little bit of live music. We haven't been able to do that during the pandemic. <clears throat> of course, we wouldn't be able to anyway because I've moved the studio into the bunker at home. But that wraps it up for today's uh, edition of the Tom Sumner program. Almost. We have one more uh, shot at Schlocktober. we got we got to finish celebrating Schlocktober as we have started and ended the show each day in the month of October with a different odd or horrible recording and today of course William Shatner is uh, in the mix and he's often in the mix but we had a couple of new ones for October 2020 and uh, this is one of them but I want to say thanks uh, before we get into that um, I want to say thanks to uh, Paul Cunellis, of course from Lords of October I also uh, in spite of the fact that we had a few technical glitches bringing our annual presentation of Orson Welles's War of the Worlds. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I also want to say thanks to uh, creator of The Meg, Jeff Alton, who uh, was on the show this morning talking about the new website, um, Sea Monster Cove. You, uh, you're going to want to check that out. It's pretty cool stuff a virtual aquarium of dangerous and often prehistoric sea creatures but anyway we're going to close up today's show with William Shatner our Schlocktober pick of the day
3: Hello darling this is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark and you're celebrating Schlocktober with Tom Sumner
4: First, I was afraid, I was petrified. I kept thinking, I could never live without you by my side. But then, I spent so many nights just thinking, I did be wrong, and I grew strong, and I learned how to get along. But now, you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look on your face. I should have changed that stupid life. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second you'd be back to bother me, oh no. Walk out that door. Just turn around, because you're not welcome on the deck of the bridge anymore. Weren't you the one that tried to murder my crew? God, you bloodsucker. You managed to kill just about everyone else. But like a poor marshal, you keep missing the target. You're gonna have to come down here, Tom. You're gonna have to come down here. They took all the string they had not to fall apart the bridge or smashed. the computer's inoperable. But I don't believe in the no-win situation. So walk out the door. Just turn around now, because you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one that tried to hurt me with your life? You think I'd crumble? Do You think I'd lay down and die?
1: Oh no, not
4: I. I will survive. As long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay and I've got all my life to live, But I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive.
1: Come on! I will survive! Hello, darling. This is Elvira,
3: Mistress of the Dark, and you're celebrating Schlock Sober with Tom Sumner.
5: now our business is concluded this uh, halloween special tomorrow of course is halloween proper but uh, think of this as halloween eve in uh, our halloween special featuring uh, war of the worlds and uh, the creator of the meg steve alton and then paul Cunellis from lords of october as our musical guests so pretty nice show for uh Halloween Eve and I hope you've uh, I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you have a very happy Halloween it's uh, We're gonna be able to well, it's Friday, so I'm I'm all out of here Except I got 45 seconds to fill well. I suppose uh, you could I could tell you to tune in next Wednesday and we'll find out if we know who won the election On Tuesday on armchair politics our weekly uh, roundtable with uh, our roundtable regulars Paul Rosicki and uh, Henry Hatter on the left and right respectively will I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about whether or not the uh, TV networks have um, projected winners or if we're if if there's a lot that's still too close to call, we'll be into all of that next Wednesday on Armchair Politics. And there's smoking George Winters tickling the ivories. Let me know it's uh, time to head on down the hall to the living room where I'll spend the weekend. But I'll be back um, Monday morning at nine o'clock with another edition of the Tom Sumner program. I hope you'll be here with me. Um, And uh, once again, happy Halloween, everyone, and have a great weekend. And with that, I guess I'll uh, just sign off and say goodnight, everybody.
0: The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show. find us on facebook this is prue clearwater join us next time for another edition of the tom sumner program and thanks for listening